Hello. I have a strange story podcast. I am Rebecca. Um, the only one that I want to say, and I wanted to do this, I just completely forgot. I've been all over the place today with with shit that I'm taking care of. Um, but I did want to just mention that the story that I have today um, does have, um, uh, sorry, does have a um, a possible, well, I guess a rape incident in it. I don't know how else to say it. But um, but to me, this is considered rape. It was sexual intercourse without the consent. Um, and um, it is it is a demon that they suspect did this. But I but I just want to give everybody um, the opportunity to bail out if you don't want to hear that. Um, my story is second today and it's towards the end. And I will also let you know whenever um, that part is coming up. So that if you so that if you want to hear it, you can stick around for that. But if you don't want to, I understand too. So, uh, just no, I'm not going to be. There's no details. I mean, there's a few, but nothing like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. He misses you. That's your story. Oh. Yeah, let's do it. I just, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow.
Right. They're really big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Mhm. Yeah. I think we I think yeah.
Defibrillator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, I can't, but <laughs> oh, bless his heart. I don't know if he's going to be able to go on.
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you were very young, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mhm. Mm Wow. Mhm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yes, I do have thoughts about that. Um, I actually just finished a really cool docu-series about it. It's that one that we started together whenever you were here. It's it's a very good... Yeah, that's okay. I did. I mean, I paid more attention to it whenever you were gone because I watched it alone. Um, but it's a docu-series. It's called Surviving Death. And there are um, there are doctors out there who are researching near-death experiences. And they're also clapping back at that um, thought process of it's just in your mind, it's just your brain. But what they have found is that whenever you have a near-death experience, what happens to your body is it goes into survival mode. So... Um, so that is to protect your organs, mostly to protect your brain, your heart, the things that keep you alive. And that takes, that's a lot of stress on your body. And so everything else goes out the window. All this is, is preservation. And so in order for you to, to be conscious and have dreams and have conscious thoughts, it takes a lot of work for the brain. And in that moment, your brain is, is lacking of oxygen and whenever you're lacking of oxygen, this is this is normal for people across the board, you know, with medical conditions or whatever. It, you you can't speak cocoherently. You can't you can't make a um, a cognitive thought because you need oxygen to your brain. So that kind of debunks that area or that 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 thought process that it's just your dream it's just your subconscious making all this up it can't be because you don't have enough um uh energy or everything else is going to everything else just to preserve you you know what i mean mhm mm Yes. Yes. Mhm. Mm yeah, it is um <laughs> I, I think that a lot of people have a hard time grasping that we don't have all the answers. And so therefore, we we can, and it helps us sometimes too. Like if somebody doesn't want to have a near-death experience and they have one, they can just, if they're told, and this, um, this uh, statement is true to them, if this works for them, if they say it's because your brain was lacking of oxygen, that's why you had this amazing experience where you saw people that have died <laughs> and where you, you know, you went to this beautiful place and there was a lot of love and all this stuff. And that's why you didn't panic whenever you were dying. It's because of lot lack of oxygen to your brain. And if that works for people, if that helps people, then that's fine, you know. 
like whatever whatever it takes to get through the day but but to me it, it maybe it's because i have a paranormal podcast and i like this answer better is that there's so much stuff that we don't know and we can't explain and that's okay and we may not know until we get to the other side yeah exactly let us have Exactly. Just let us do our thing, man. God. Yeah. Mm, really? I mean, we also have, like, a, a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so great, like, if this is our full-time job. So, like, just tell your friends and family and write us and review. Lindsay will write a book on it. Oh, I could finally, like, move around a little bit. My cat got out of my lap. She was biting my leg almost the whole time. So, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, ooh. That's a great... Yeah, that's not, that's not good. And um, I wonder if there's more research on that because they're just not as... I don't know, they're not as common and so they... Maybe people seek answers more whenever they have a bad near-death experience and they want answers, like, am I going to hell? Is that, you know, if that's what you believe in or if, am I going somewhere that's going to be awful instead of all the good things that I've heard? No, I just had time to get water. Like, I've had a lot, I've had a lot going on about it. S or today. I'm having water in a beer glass. <laughs> uh, so Heidi says I think Sylvia Brown has a book she wrote on it okay we'll have to check that up we'll have to listen to that on audible which by the way I'm still listening to they do not um support us in any way I just fucking love audible so much I mean we don't have any commercials at all nobody nobody wants to give us money <laughs> Yeah, because it was like uh, the Bachelor podcast episode, and I'm like, I don't watch that. I don't want to tell people to watch that if I've never seen it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Exactly. Yeah, I like that, too. It makes um, life easier sometimes, but... That was a great story. Um, I can't believe he's had that many near-death experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Not like that. I almost drowned one time, but I didn't have any type of, um, 
No, at a wave pool. And yeah. Yeah. I got pulled out by a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was out there by myself. <laughs> I was like, I'm a good swimmer. Yeah, this <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> that's another story to tell. But anyways, um, excellent segue, by the way, is my <laughs> my story is about a demon, particularly a uh, incubus, I was about to call it a succubus. And I'm going to tell the story. Actually, the listener is watching us live. So I had to, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I know, I know. I invited her on, dude. Like, come on, we should do that. Have, give her the opportunity to call out my bullshit. So I welcome anybody to come on, and and especially if I'm retelling their story. We don't have the privilege of hiding behind our our microphones and not doing this. Yes, anyways. <clears throat> so, yes, my story that I have to share today is about a possible um, incubus exper- experience. And this all started whenever um, this young woman was about 16 years old. They moved into a new house, and um, and just some background, their family is very religious and never really thought ghosts were real. Um, so what she thought had kind of triggered this was she was really sick one night, one day, and she decided, I feel like shit, I'm going to take this painkiller. And so she took a painkiller, she was hanging out on the couch, and she was just watching TV by herself, and then she just notices in her peripheral this tall, shadowy figure of a cloaked person walked behind the couch and leaned over just inches from her face, and she said that she was very scared, obviously, she didn't want to move. She didn't want to look at it. And so she just kind of like put her hand up on her face so that she wouldn't see it. And she was just like, God damn, these painkillers, man. She's like, I'm never going to take that again. And, um, and so after that, though, every night she would see a shadowy figure standing in the doorway of, outside of her room. And by the way, her door was made of glass or it had like a glass panel. <clears throat> So she could, yeah, so she could, it kind of is, yeah, and I don't know if it was like frosted or if it was clear, but either way, it would be scary, right? I mean, I guess it just depends on what type of person you, you, you are. If you need to be able to see through, then that's a good door. But to me, that seems like a very scary door. (laughs) Um, So she said that she would see this thing standing in her doorway, just observing her every night. And, um, it went into her room one time, um, and then it left after she told him to get out. But then, um, she was still convinced that, like, this painkiller must have triggered something in her mind, and now she was schizophrenic. Um, she, she was very depressed at the time. And, um, this is another trigger warning, um, and I for, I forgot to mention it, but she did consider to die by suicide whenever she was 18. And so she was like, well, this is just um, this is just another opportunity or another reason why I should end it. And so she was just kind of going to live with that that decision. Um, 
But then like even weirder shit started to happen. And she said that at 3 a.m. every night she would wake up and something was while something was like falling off of her her dresser. Um, Another thing, another couple of things that happens is that she dropped she would drop something and it would fall on the floor and then it would disappear. And she said she would move furniture. She would tear the room up and it was just gone. She could not find it. Yeah. And then um, (laughs) she started. Oh, God, no. I know. It just doesn't get any better either, obviously. I mean, it gets better eventually, but not yet. So it then she just felt like she was feeling she felt watched all the time. So much so that she wouldn't even get undressed in her bedroom. She would go into the bathroom and get dressed. Um, she started waking up also um, to something being scratched. I mean, to, to something being knocked off. But then also scratching noises started coming from her closet. And she felt an evil energy from the corner of the room between the dresser and the closet. She said this went on for two months. She felt terrorized and she felt very scared, and she didn't tell anybody about this. Um, and so one night, though, her eight-year-old cousin stayed the night, and they spent the night on the couch, and on the next, in the next morning, her cousin's telling her aunt, the cousin's mom, that a shadowy figure went behind the couch and then went face-to-face to me, and I went under the covers and fell asleep so that I wouldn't see it. And she was like, Oh my God, that fucking happened to me. And so she decided that she um, told her aunt at that very moment while she was talking to her mom. And she told her everything that went ha- that went on. Her aunt believed her. Her mom was like, you guys are crazy. And, um, and her aunt was like, you need to tell him to go away. You need to say it out loud to leave me alone to go away. And so that night she was like, well, I'm going to do it. And she saw it in the doorway. She told it to go away and it walked away. But then at 3 a.m., something fell off of her dresser and they were scratching from the closet and it was louder than ever. And she was just like tired. She was she just kept on telling it to go away. Um, But she said it kept her up until like 430. And she just was she was just exhausted and she just watched videos from her phone while listening to the scratching and and it almost to me it sounded like it's like well this is my normal life now this is it mm-hmm. and then eventually the scratching stopped but out of the corner of her eye she sees this small gremlin type creature in the corner like in the peripheral in her peripheral um she's scared she's too scared to look at it and she's paralyzed with fear and it started to speak to her in a low raspy demonic voice and it said it said hi to her and she said it seemed difficult to talk and it seemed forced and she was very scared it was a very scary situation she ran to her parents room she woke up her stepdad And she told him what happened and asked him to come take a look at it. And so he went in there. They both hear the scratching in the closet again. (laughs) I know that's confirmation right there. And 
<laughs> this is he asked if she had an animal in there. And she's like, no, I don't have an animal in there. And he was scared too. He got goosebumps, goosebumps. And so they got off the, they got the courage. They opened up the door and the scratching stops and they don't see anything. Um, so they talked for a little bit and I think that they were able to just calm each other down. She went back to bed. She's a fucking badass 16 year old, by the way. She's like, yeah, I'll stay in my room. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so she goes back to bed, and all she wants to do is sleep. Um, but then she wakes up, and it's a, a sleep paralysis kind of wake up. Um, and she's, she's actually laying on her stomach. So here is the trigger warning right here. If you want to stop listening or um, nope out, um, this is just the part. I know, right? Oof. I mean, just take out your ear pods. You can do that. That's easy. Okay. So then, all right. So trigger warning, you guys, in three, two, one. Um, she felt a man creeping in her bed, and it spoke telepathically to her and said, I'm going to do this whether you like it or not. Then I'm going to leave. And he had sex with her. He raped her. Um, she said that she didn't fight it. And she didn't know why she didn't fight it. But she said she woke up as soon as it was done. She felt like she blinked and she was in the exact same position. But the entity was gone. And he never came back after that. Um, so those are two good things that happened. That Well, there, there are two good things that happened. It never came back. And the other thing is, after that, her depression went away. Yeah. Or her depression got better. I can't say that it went away, but it got better after that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or think that there was necessarily anything that you could do in that situation. Mm-hmm. Whew. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Dude, there's so much going on with this. And she's she's here right now and I feel bad like, but I just feel like there was more going on than one entity actually. And um because, and it's exactly what you say. So she feels like this was an incubus, and I'm going to say, then yes, it was an incubus. Um, and there's there's a lot going on with incubi as well, and there's a lot of um, history in it with um, Christianity. Um, they're 
supposedly demons from what I've heard, but they're, they could also be like Lilith, who can switch back and forth and become a succubus or become an incubus. Um, there's, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a non-willing. No, it's a non-willing um, situation. And so there's different... And there's different things that I've heard about incubi as well. And so what what they kind of make an incubus sound like in the Bible or in Christianity is that they visit you in your dreams and you have a sexual experience. It's not necessarily rape all the time, but it can be. Um, and then um, what they do, though, is they just come down to to fuck with you. And I, and I don't mean that in the literal sense. That was a bad, um, <laughs> poor, cho poor ch uh, word choice. Yeah. Yeah. They just come down to be mean. They just come down to, cause they're kind of like tricksters and they, um, and they just do it because they're demons and they want to do it. But there's, yeah, well, that's the other thing. That's the other thing, too, is that it's not just like an incubus. They're, demons are, <laughs> are sexual predators just as their, as their thing. Like, they like to do that kind of stuff. They like to come have sex with humans, and especially with young women who are virgins, who are in a, in a, um, uh, going through either a traumatic experience or they have, you know, something going on which kind of fits her situation, right? Like she was depressed, she had, and then she had these shadowy, per, this shadowy incubus person visit her. And then there's that, the other thing is that she saw a shadow person. It was a shrouded figure that came in and watched her and stuff like that. Um, and then also, like, my favorite part is the gremlin that's in the corner of the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I've never... I mean, that, that may have been a demon that manifested it into that form. Yeah. And so Ghost, ghost Freakin' Talkin' said, thought they trick you into being willing. I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of different things about these guys, and I've heard that they just appear in dreams, and they can appear as different entities, like um, a, a really attractive person that you want to have sex with, and then lo and behold, that's it's not that person. And then I've heard other stories where they are just kind of this weird demon entity that comes in um, in the... In, in sleep paralysis and that's a very common way that people experience this is during sleep paralysis as well and she had that too with sleep paralysis we also see shadow people um so it's just there is a lot i didn't have enough time to do all the research <laughs> that i wanted to do Mm-hmm.
Yeah. And sh- they had moved into a new house. Um, y- whenever you go into an, you know, in, in a new house, a lot, that's whenever activity kind of starts is whenever you start moving things around, coming in. And that's whenever you start to experience like these hauntings. And the same thing with, like you had said earlier, like a poltergeist, where things disappear, things get knocked off. And typically, from what I have read, and what I have researched about Incubus, sorry, is that they um, will, they're just there for the sex. They're not there. (laughs) (laughs) Mm hmm. They're the, they're the same thing. Uh, incubus is a male demon who has sex with women, and a succubus is a female demon that has sex with, with men. And it, and it says that they can be interchangeable as far as sex goes. So they're, it's the same entity, but it's called an incubus whenever it's a man. It's called a succubus whenever it's a woman. So that is one definition and explanation for it another explanation is that they are fallen angels and they're they they're dicks that come around and and sleep with women too or men Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know yeah, it's wrong, man. Typically, the incubus is trying to seed a human woman to have a hybrid baby. Isn't that just, isn't that just gross? They make good music, though. True. <laughs> yeah, so one thing that I did mention in the little teaser for this episode is that incubus would impregnate women and the their offspring would be they would have like deformities or they would grow up to be witches there was something else that i i forgot to mention that i forgot oh let me see if i wrote it down yes yes Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't keep a pirate around. Yeah. What a turd. Like I've been around for two hundred years, but I cannot commit my life to you for <laughs> I know. Like, oh, you're pregnant? Bye. <laughs> uh, we should get her to come on. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know if I'm ready for that, like that's a lot to unpack because that's a love story. No, that's a love story. And how heartbroken is she? And I don't want her to, I don't want to be like. Yeah, exactly. That's, she needs to go to Oprah. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that they got her divorced, didn't they? They did. Yeah, pirate pirate man and pirate wife got a divorce, and it's a very, very sad situation because she seemed pretty much in love with him. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody help him. I know it's a good picture. I like it. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, that's... Yeah, I think that's that is that's it. I have just a little bit of of information about that, but they say about 11% of the general population will experience it's called the incubus phenomenon and that is where they have where an entity has sex with them um during sleep paralysis. So if you have sleep paralysis, you're probably more likely to have this this thing happen to you, this experience. Yeah. I'm at a loss like I, she's on here and she says that maybe there are two entities. One was a shadow person. Um, and I, um, I think if you feel like it was an incubus and, and, and you feel like it was something else too, I, I, you know, go with your gut, but I kind of want to dig a little bit deeper into this. Like I might, if it's okay with you, baby dear, I might just do a little bit more research and maybe come back with, I don't think I would have any extra answers, but maybe I could just figure something out, like, with that gremlin. Yeah? Okay, I'm not gonna, like, don't hold me to that. <laughs> no guarantees, but that would be great if... If I could just research this a little bit more. Okay, she says yes. Thank you. I might follow up with you if that's okay. Just to, if you want to, if if you can think of any other details or I can bounce some ideas off of you just to see if that sound, this sounds right to you or not from, from your perspective. So um, very interesting story. And I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry that it happened to you, but it was, it was a very, um, there's a lot going on in that in your experience. And I'm just glad that it's over for you too. So, yeah. Okay, dude. Yeah. We're just gonna, did she have a baby? I love how this, so we, this, this episode is going to have three titles. It's going to be the incubus. <laughs> Near-death experience and the pirate baby ghost. <laughs> Sorry. What happened to pirate baby ghost? Yeah, it is. Well, thank you, baby dear. I'll, I'll message you and we'll get the details later. So I think, yeah, I think so too. Yes, and uh, subscribe, rate, and review us. And if you give us a review, please give us a nice review. 
Take a snapshot of that, send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. And join us weekly on Instagram Live for a live show where you can weigh in on the topics as well and give us your feedback. I think that that's really cool because I learned a couple of things too. Um, Yeah, and uh, I guess until next time. (laughs) Bye.